This is the Famous Friends Podcast. Showcasing and recognizing talent among our friends and future friends. Welcome to the Famous Friends Podcast. I'm your host, John Luca, and I'm here with a very, very famous guest, Mr. Frank Mazuka. Famous? Oh my gosh. Unbelievable. Capital F for a capital F, Frank. There you go. You're good. Yeah. Good to hear you. Good to hear. Good to hear you. You know, we had just to give you a little precursor. Oh my gosh! Are you, gonna, are you gonna bring it up? I'm gonna bring it up. I have to. You know, we we were technical difficulty. We're we're finding pro- We're finding more problems and solutions. And what it took a, a little bit, Frank. But you know what? Good things come to people who wait and who are patient. And yet we here we are right now. I'm so happy to have you on. Oh, I'm happy to be here. I've been looking forward to this all day. And thanks to a little shout out to Marcel Mazuka, who saved my <laughs> with a beautiful piece of mic and equipment here to get us going here on, on, on your podcast. So I've been looking forward yes. to this all day. Before we begin, I just want to give a special shout out to Selena, who unfortunately could not make this episode because she's off saving the world or at least editing the audio to the movie of her saving the world. Either way, Sal, we miss you, and we can't wait for you to join us on the next pod. Now back to our regular scheduled program. Welcome to the Famous Friends, and the reason why I brought you on, Frank, is because, you know what, not only are you a guy that when you walk into a room, you light up the room. You, you know you know everybody, you're friendly, everybody knows you, you know, you're well known for your work, your talents, your knowledge. And you're a perfect candidate for the wow. famous friends. But my question to you now is like, I've talked to you one-on-one. Yeah. I've served you at Porcello Cantina. One oh, uh, of the best. I've worked alongside you at so many different types of events. Mm-hmm. My question to you now, because we finally have the time, yes. is who really is Frank Mazuka? Ooh, who is Frank Mazuka? Uh, well, we can give you the abbreviated, uh, the abbreviated version. Uh, I'm a lot of things to a lot of people, and a lot of things to, to me myself. Uh, you know, I, I I'm passionate at what I do, and thank you for the lovely intro- introduction. That's very very nice. I feel feel great, warm and fuzzy already. But uh, you know. I, oftentimes, I, I've been I've been sort of called a Renaissance man. I thought, wow, that sounds really. That's really important. So and I had to really look it up and, and find out what a Renaissance man is. And it's a guy that does a lot of stuff. So I'm not sure if that's a compliment. <laughs> I'm not sure if a Renaissance man, I thought, I thought I'd have to get some armor and maybe a, you know, a, a, a pewtered helmet with a visor and a sword and a shield. I thought, wow, I'm a re- this guy called me a Renaissance ah, man. Ah, Renaissance. And, and I thought I was going to do sort of like something out of Spartacus, right? But uh, a Renaissance man really says, this guy does a lot of stuff and I do a lot of stuff and I'm actually not embarrassed to say that I do a lot of stuff. That's what makes up Frank Mazuka. Uh, I dabble in a lot of things. I mean, my world is surrounded by creative. Uh, uh, I've been an art director for on, uh, at my own company for 25 years and, and many you know, Mazuka design photography and ideas, Inc. That's like, right. Mazuka, Mazuka yes. CPI. And, uh, and I love it. I, I, I'm passionate about that. I can't wait to get to work because it's not work, but you know, what makes Frank Mazuka in other levels? I mean, you, you know me for my food, right? Oh, uh, you know me, you, wow. you know me for my photography, you know me for my creative, you know me for my, uh, YouTube channel on, 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 on my food channel on YouTube, you know me for my Instagram. But now oftentimes 
am I confusing the crowd to, to kind of like really like who is this guy? Yeah, I I I have to admit it's really my downfall sometimes, but I I, I want to flip it and make it my positive to say that I like to do a bunch of things that really inspire others and inspire myself to learn more. Yeah, and I can tell you this, Frank, standing on the other side of the table, you're wowing all of us, and wow. you're doing a great job, and just That's keep on job. doing what you're doing, and to kind of hone in on one aspect of who Frank is, you know, tell us about Mazuka DPI. What do you do there? What's the company about? Yeah. So we, thank you for asking. I mean, I, I have to tell you that uh, when I first, uh, when I was uh, when contemplating to get into the creative field, it goes way back from uh, like uh public school, always involved with the arts, 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 arts. I wasn't a sports guy at all. Uh, uh, I mean, although I played some sports here and there, but I really focused on the arts from as long as I can remember both the, the visual arts and uh, photographic arts and, and then graphics. Um, I thought, wow, can you imagine making a career out of art? You know, in a crowded room, if someone yelled out artist and my hand could come up and go, talking to me i thought wow what a what a fantastic formula and then uh i ended up pursuing uh, commercial art which was basically art for commerce although mm -hmm. i um you know worked in uh, dabbled and i still do some paintings some some sculpture work uh i thought wow could art be a career and art became a career through graphic arts uh and uh yeah i've been doing this forever we just celebrated 25 years as mazuka dpi <laughs> Probably. Were you, were you even born when I started this company? I was born. I might have been a, a little tink, but I was definitely born. You know, there you I go. Actually, I recently celebrated my thirtieth, so that's a good one. Oh, too. okay. So you're you. so yeah, you know, dirty thirties spent inside. You know, it's, hey, it's okay, that. but you know, but but that's actually congratulations on the thirty. But yeah. twenty five years as a as my own design firm, I'm really proud of that. And then a few many years back. Uh, you know, you're going to freak out, but I'm going to tell you that I started this career BC. Like you think of like, like a date with the word BC like and, before and behind Christ. it. No, before the computer. Oh, can you? Okay. Stop for a second. I, well, I, I can't imagine. It, the, the, no. The, can you imagine? Can you imagine starting this career? that computers were just coming into play. It was called a PC. You ever hear of a PC? And, and yeah, I mean, they, yeah, it was about the size of a half a room and it needed four people to put on a desk and the wood would actually bow, would actually kind of like warp because it's so heavy. I remember that, ready for this one? Watch this, before internet. Can you imagine right now, before internet, no. before www dot, can you imagine? No. Yeah, that's 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 when I started creative. That's when creative meant um, uh, truly meant meant truly to be creative. You worked with your mind, you're with your hands, and you created that way. I remember the the computer coming into our studio for the first time. We thought, "What are we going to do? What, what are we going to do? With this is this is a word? Wow, it's a typewriter, but we could see it on screen." I know I'm dating myself, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you're thirty, if you're thirty times two. And so wow. if you can imagine how, how far back we go back in, in terms of technology and, and where it's, where it's come. So yeah. Um, 
Uh, I love I love what I do. I absolutely love what I do. I rush to work every morning. Uh, I love creating. I love uh, to to work out a, a creative strategy for a client. To actually, we're 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 actually problem solvers. We're actually problem solvers and um, professional problem of, solvers. Yeah, you think think of you know developing a logo or brand identity for a comp- company as as a as solving a problem. It is in many respects. I mean, we are giving uh, we're giving companies presence in terms of in terms of their visual identity in the marketplace, um, in terms of packaging, where we're, uh, I'm also a package designer, a book designer, mm-hmm. uh, marketing, advertising. So uh, I love what I do. Love, 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 love what I do. I'm very, very uh, blessed that I can actually say that. So can, can you touch on a, a few creations that you've helped come to life? Oh. You know, a few, maybe a few projects that stand out of the crowd. Yeah, well, apart from our packaging that I'm sure there's some some of our package design in your pantry, uh, uh, apart from the advertising that you've seen through through magazines, because obviously there's no credit, so you obviously absorb that information and off mm-hmm. you go. Uh, possibly some books that you've seen on sale at Indigo as a book designer. But one project is really, I'm glad you asked this question because mm-hmm. one project is very current and a little bit of history in the making, especially for Vaughn. So get this. Um, you're going to love this. Picture the corner of Highway 7 and 400 at the AMC. Okay. AMC you got Plaza. that? You got AMC Plaza. You know where that is? Yeah. Right? my eyes shut. I'm visualizing. Basically, that's downtown Vaughn, the city above Toronto. Right? So imagine now the new, there's a new, um, uh, um, a new thing that they're actually creating when a development builds a condo development or a commercial space, there's hoarding, there's plywood everywhere, you know, Tridel, Mankeys, you know, uh, Smart Choice, uh, Quadreal. So now by law, that visual space cannot be, completely polluted by by the developers marketing and advertising. We're not talking about, you know, a girl with a white dress walking a poodle and flying a kite. It's not it can't only be that. It ha- there has to be a percentage of dedicated space for Canadian artists. Wow. So, with the very first Vaughn um art installation to adhere to the new standard for Canadian artists, I was the first Canadian artist in Vaughan to have uh, a commissioned piece at that area on AMC. So if you drive by there, you'll see an 85 by 12 foot high uh, art, my art, commissioned. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, and you know what? Now that that you you're talking about it. I actually was there not too long ago. And it, it's, it's a big, big, big Vaughn sign that changes. Yeah. That changes. Me. Like as you, as you drive past, yeah. and you may see Vaughn from a certain angle, but from another angle, right. you see. Wow. Look at you. Yeah. So I'm going to tell the skill testing question. So they needed something unique and we created something very unique. Do you know what the process is or the name of that transformation? What is that called? Oh, without Googling it, I actually don't know. I don't know. Uh, I can't tell you. Yeah. Lenticular. Len, 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 lenticular. Lenticular. If you remember as a kid and you had a Roadrunner 
ruler and you twisted it and it changed and changed and changed. That yep. meant that there was two images on two planes, but only seen when that shift happens. So at that corner where the new Mankey's Quadrille Development for Festival a condominium a complex in the in downtown Vaughan. Uh, we use the ter- we use the technique called lenticular to build that double sided multi viewed art. So you're right. If I'm going eastbound, I see Vaughn as I enter the gateway to downtown Vaughn. If I'm driving westbound, I see design is people. And that yes. is the tagline that's 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 created for that central pad there, where there's going to be several towers, retail space, dog parks, um, um, pathways, bike bike uh, bike uh, ways. Uh, so yeah, I'm really excited about that. It was about a year in the making. It's made out of quarter inch steel. It it it. it uh, I'm glad you noticed it, and I hope uh, hope a lot Who of your doesn't? listeners. I hope you, a lot of your listeners can can make it out to that corner and take a look at it. You know, there's one thing that uh, we had this discussion the other night between um, my parents, my brother, and uh, um, uh, my brother's girlfriend uh, having dinner. And we're like, you know, well, there's one thing that you want to do in your life. And it's like, you want to be remembered for something. Or your work wants to be remembered long after you die. And these are one of the diff- – something, a project that you worked on that, you know, is going to be monumentous. It's going to be something that, like, is, is going to affect – thousands upon thousands of people's of lives who drive by it or walk by it. It's going to be taking in countless amounts of photos. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, and that's your work. That's your creation. That's what something that went from a thought to a half a ton piece of steel. That's absolutely right. inspiring. Nailed it. And that's yeah. something that's really cool. And that's going to live on generation through generation affecting thousands. That's something that's so cool, Frank. And congratulations. Oh, thanks that, very that, much. That's a lot. Yeah. No, I, I it meant a lot for me as an artist. Uh, I mean, yes, utilizing my graphic skills, but also utilizing and complementing uh, compl- uh, my artistic skills. And uh, we had a really good team behind us in terms of understanding, breaking some rules. But it really is nice to see something that has um, a long term. Uh, uh, longevity to it. Oftentimes, we know ink on paper, it's viewed, it's it's absorbed, and then it's forgotten. With book design, it's it's a that period is a bit longer. Uh, with package design, it's very very short. But we're selling product. With advertising, again, it's it, it, there's a time a time lapse to it. But when you look at something that's like you say made out of steel. Um, uh, a permanent fixture, uh, 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 a gateway uh, piece of artwork, con- uh, complementing Canadian art in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a Canadian city. Yeah, I'm very proud of it. Very, very proud of it. What sort of resources have helped you accomplish this a- a- along the way? You know, how, from start to finish, is there certain tools that you use every single day that without them, you know, it, it wouldn't be possible? Uh, uh, you know, experience in every um, role in life is a big deal. I mean, these are all things that you either work in the subconscious or in the conscious, and you kind of constantly log them into your into your 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 mental hard drive. Okay, so even if I referenced a, a, a lenticular ruler that you used when you were nine years old, you're you stared at it. As a, as a nine-year-old, as a six-year-old, as a five-year-old, you stared at it, but it will always come back. It will all, that 
absorption will always come back and, and it's retooled and reused. With lenticular, especially this piece that we're talking about, it's like, wow, do you understand that that almost 55 years have gone by before we could have we could reapply it and rediscover it, re reinvent it and, and and repurpose it to be to be this massive piece of full-size art. So basically, if, if you have a curious mind, don't worry. You absorb it, lock it, save it. It will come back. You'll need those little tools uh, along your journey in life. And building on that, uh, you know, the journey through life, take us right back to day one. You know, whether that be with DPI or maybe you're working from someone else, mm -hmm. what set you along this path? What said, you know what, this is what I need to do. Or maybe there's an inspiration, you know, maybe you're, you had a mentor, someone that you looked up to. Uh, well, the thing is that if you rewind the tape um, way back, uh, I think oftentimes nowadays the educator is shunned. Um, back when I went to school and I'm, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen now, our instructors, our educators had a calling. They were not teachers because they were looking for perhaps the summer off. They were teachers and they were educators to actually truly do their job, to inspire every children, every child in that class to do better, to go farther, to explore. I was lucky, Gianluca. I had amazing art teachers that pulled my potential in, out of me and said, yeah, you can do it. Try this. Try that. And I remember even in public school, my art teacher would take me around the room because I made some kind of sculpture out of, out of pencil shaving dust. I remember it was actually, I made goalie pads on this big poster and I used pencil shaving dust. And she didn't say, why did, you use, why did you use pencil shaving dust? Yeah. She actually saw that that was another way of building up a 3D element of my painting. You may think of it as a silly thing, but this instructor, this, this educator, actually thought it was pretty clever. So I didn't feel like I was not allowed to invent and not allowed to explore because I was going to be told it was the wrong thing. There's no wrong way in the creative field. There's absolutely no, there is no, no wrong way in the creative field. And I had beautiful instructors along the way during my public school days, my junior high days, my high school days, right down to even my college days where I studied design at Seneca, that I, I was surrounded by believers and, and, and people that inspired me to, to say, yeah, you're on the right track. You are a different thinker and, and you will apply this one day. And that's what I did. I ended up applying it into, into my uh, field of choice, uh, which is graphic design. That That's absolutely out, outstanding, uh, Frank. And you know, uh, there's this old saying, it's like, uh, show me your friends. I'll show you who you are and show you who you become. Yeah. Uh, you were able to surround yourself, not only with people who inspired you, but those who propelled you and those who, um, showcased your, you know, not only your work and your talents, but, you know, enlightened the fact that it's like, you know, Frank, you, you did this one way and we never really thought of that. And like in, to right. some, it would have been discouraged or some have been sought out as weird, but you know, along your journey, you had such a blessing. Whereas like, they were like, yes. And not only can do that, continue doing that. You know, what, what's next? It, it, it propelled you to do different things in new ways, mm -hmm. which is great. 
believers. And, you know, it, Surround yourself believers. with believers. Yeah. Uh, and that's the best way you could have put it. And mm -hmm. touching on the beginning uh, of your career, you know, um, I asked this with in every single one of my podcasts is what is one thing that if you can take this time machine and travel back to, you know, your very first days um, or a dark time in your first day, what's one thing that you tell yourself? Ah, uh, everybody's going to have a bad day and every, and everybody's going to have a good day. You're, 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 you're going to have to, um, give yourself a chance to, to work it on your mind and, and, uh, hope that, um, hope and build on, on some of your strengths through experiences that, mm -hmm. uh, don't worry about it. Stay true, stay on track be happy, try to laugh as much as possible, try to make other people laugh as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just going to be okay. It's just going to be okay. You can't change everything around you because if we focused on every single moving part that you think you can make better, um, you're going to set yourself up for disappointment. But how, however, you shouldn't sit back on at least attempting. By at least attempting, no one can say you didn't try. So, uh, I mean, you know, it, it, we all have bad days. We all have sad yeah. days. But we just got to surround ourselves with things that bring us the most joy possible. You know, I think that's how, how we have to do that. So, you know, um, building on that, and you know, the way the mind works is, is very unique and creative. And uh, what, just recently, I, I started this game just to help expand my vocabulary a bit in the way mm -hmm. uh, I choose my words and uh, just to help my, my brain out and stimulate mm -hmm. in different ways every day. It's, it's this game called Wordscape. And it's fun. You, you basically, uh, there's rows of words. You, there's a little circle full of letters. And basically, it allows you to see how many words you can make with a certain amount of letters in the bubble. Right? Sometimes oh, wow. it's five, six, seven. As you progress, the levels get harder. And uh, I have my levels sometimes, Frank. And I can't, I'll get stuck and I'll spend no more than 20 minutes on this game. It's just a way to, you know, help detox from looking at screen and numbers and stresses, just a way to pass some time. But Do you have uh, to be, you have to be a good speller. You don't, you really don't. Oh, it's, thank God. It, it starts off at like really beginning, like, like two, two to three letter words. And then wow. you build up into five, six, seven, eight. Um, but you have your days where you're like, wow, I, I, I can't think of anything. And then, you know, like you're stuck there. And I, I literally, there's some days I can't think of any words with this sequence of, of letters. And then wow. the very next day I'll, I'll open it up and I'll say, Oh, look, there's this, there, there's that, there's this, why didn't I think of this yesterday? There's that. And then boom, I've beaten the level and you're like, wow, like, why couldn't I get that yesterday? Because I'm well, seeing it differently. Or maybe yeah. the subconscious, you allowed your subconscious to work overnight and you allowed yourself to really absorb the problem. And then those things, I believe if you really want it done, it ends up working out for you. It's just a matter of like focusing the power and energy towards them. You know, yeah, this is just something, it's just a little game, you know, I, I no, this in life and that's fantastic. That's a good way of looking at it. I mean, nowadays with all this zoom going on, all the Skype, you often hear, Oh, you froze. Look, Oh, you froze. You're froze. And, uh, actually, and, uh, actually, what did you say? I, I didn't get that. Yeah. So you know what? Hey, 
you glitch too, right? You do glitch. Yep. You do glitch. And perhaps there's a distraction. And maybe maybe it's a negative distraction that's kind of making you glitch. So, uh, no, walk away. Uh, exactly. Step away. Maybe change your walk. Refocus. Refocus. Re, you know, retool a little bit. Yeah, no, you know what? Yeah, it's uh, – and more and more, eh? We're dealing with this technology. Look what just happened today with you and I. It, how – it's not that difficult. It's but, not that but difficult. You, but you know what you did? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share something. Frank, it's okay. I'm here. Take your time. Pace yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, we'll try this again. You actually, to tell you the truth, Jaluka, brought me down to a level that we were going to solve this together. And if this is going to work, we'll try something else. Let's go to your preferences. There's your yep. input. There's your output. Even just the way you spoke to me brought me down, brought me to a level where I yep. can not rush. He's okay. Don't no. So compliment. I was going to compliment you yeah. off the air, but I mean, I'm going to compliment you on the air. That is a skill that people like myself. Yeah. I'm wired. Do you understand? Yeah. Writing to be on this podcast. I was losing my. <laughs> brought me down to a point we're gonna solve this i'm here let me boot you off let me boot you on you help me through that process and i think we Thank all you. need ourselves everyone's everyone's dynamic is different like i don't have an indoor voice my wife always mm-hmm. says can you just like i'm right here but i can't find that indoor voice sometimes so yep. maybe it's my uh, December baby, Sagittarian in me. Uh, I don't know what it is, but anyways. So uh, thank you for that, and that you're very welcome. Frank. You, that's yeah. what makes you a good host. Thank you, thank you, and that means a lot to me. And that that's uh, uh, a skill I have to develop over time because I'm like you. I, I'm literally from the moment I wake up in the morning to the moment my head hits the pillow and I'm out. I got too much energy. I can donate energy. It's like, oh my God, you know, I'm always wanting to do things here and there. Sometimes staying focused is hard for me. And like, I'm always on the go. And, you know, uh, it's just something that I was like, you know, whether that be, I I meditate a lot now. Uh, I've been, I, I'm really good with different types of personality types. So taking a step back sometimes, just understanding like what you're going through, it, it, it goes a long, long way. You know, like you could have come in, you could have had like something that trigger you that you're trying to set something up, but you're already having a bad day and this is not working now. Or it's like, it's okay. It's okay, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you apply that to all, all walks of life and, and everybody should do that because you never know, especially now during a pandemic, you know, we should need to be here for one another. We Mm -hmm. really do because, Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of new stresses that as human beings, we're not used to, um, absorbing or going through these new motions and you see that every day you see that as soon as you walk out your door yeah you never had it we never experienced a pandemic yeah yeah you you know and it's just all about um put taking yourself out and putting yourself into someone else's shoes what's going on today maybe they lost a loved one you know Mm -hmm. maybe they got some bad news about you know COVID 19 maybe they lost a job Maybe they're corporate restructuring, so they're teetering on the edge of maybe they have debt. And, you know, now with the COVID and the shutdowns of, of the lockdown, they can't, oh. their, their debt's just accumulating. You know, like these are, there's so many, so many new things that we have to consider 
Yeah. And it's hard. And, uh, you know, just being a, a beacon of light or, you know, uh, some positivity in people's lives, whether they be such on a minuscule way as a thank you or an it's okay, you know, that goes a long way now. So I appreciate what, what you said. I know. You know what? I think, I think the old fashioned compliment, oh my gosh, it's almost like some of us are not allowed to compliment. I think we have, I think, I think it's missing. It's underrated. Compliment as much as you can, even try to make eye contact through a cotton mask to say, how are you? How's it going? I and actually, and, really, I, I, yeah. and truly, truly mean it and truly mean it. You have to mean you it. Don't, mean don't. it. Yeah. Uh, I had that uh, recently. Uh, I was in uh, an apartment building. I was going to visit my nana, mask on. And uh, of course, there's a little bit of a line for the elevator because it's a maximum of two two people per um, time to take you up. And I was standing in front of a gentleman. I turned around as we were waiting. I said, uh, how's your day? He goes, excuse me? I go, how you doing? You know, how's your day? And it's like, he was, he was maybe 40, 45. He did not know. And he goes, like, it's like that interaction is so uncommon. He was like, you know what? I'm not having too good of a day. I was like, well, why not? Like, wow. Oh, well, this. And he, at the end of it, like we both rode the elevator and he, he held the door and he goes, you know what, young man? And I go, yeah. And he goes, thank you. And I go, why? He goes, you know what? Because I haven't had an interaction like that in over two years. Someone wow. You hit a tender nerve with a him. A tender nerve. And it was just a simple thing as saying, how are you doing today? Wow. How simple is that? Yeah. So and simple. For your, and, and for our non-Italian uh, listeners, nonna. Nana, can nana. you explain what Nana is? It is grandmother, someone that you you hold very dear to your heart. Grandmother yeah. is Nana. Yeah, yeah just you, just you in know, case we're we're reaching uh, uh, greater parts of Canada. And, and Nana, you know, to flip the script a bit and talk about Nana and Nana's food and why I was there for lunch. Yeah, I, I believe you have a little bit of some really, Easy. really, really Italian roots in you, and Easy. I am segueing. I see this right into. Your I, your channel. I, talk about talk I, about your, your your love for food, Frank. People got to see oh the other side gosh. of you. Oh my gosh! I fed that right. I fed that fed that right to you. Right right into my mouth. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? That's another passion that uh, I can. Uh, it comes very easy for me to talk about. I mean, not only because of our heritage and uh, and our roots as uh, as Italians, uh, part of the um, part of our our uh, our our wiring, our DNA is food. And uh, I've always been passionate about food, but it's, it, I think, you know, growing up uh, hardcore Calabres, uh, it was, we were surrounded by a bounty of processes, a bounty of food, a bounty of, of smells and, and textures and, and, and experiences with our nonnies and nonnas and, 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 and moms and dads and, 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 and really um, blessed. Uh, when my father passed away in 2008, and I don't want to put a sour note to this, they are a sad note. And actually I'm going to, I'm going to flip it to be a positive note because as soon as my dad passed away, Within seconds, um, beyond the the missing gap of a father, there was an immediate missing gap of a connection. Well, you're saying, well, connection is a father, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. What do you mean by that, Frank? The true sense of the meaning behind food. And it's not just food as in, there it is visually, the art of nurture, uh, of, 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 of 
uh, the art of feeding, the art of feeding. Uh, and, and, uh, and, uh, my dad was one of those guys that it was everything. It wasn't just about making the food is about the, the act of sharing it and having the dialogue around it. And, uh, um, you know, my, with my food blog, my, I, I, I needed to write about it. I need to, needed to document it. And so right after in 2008, I started um, a food blog and, 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 and food, uh, a food social media channel called Family Style. Luckily, the name wasn't taken because it was perfect. I mean, how much better can you get, can it get when you eat Family Style? And you know what that is, a big platter of pasta and everybody's communal and there's dialogue and a meatball falls on the tablecloth. It's okay. Pick it up, put it in your mouth, uh, pass the salad, pass the potatoes. When family style, the term and and the name family style wasn't taken, I thought, wow, that's my dad. That's my dad just giving giving me that, that opportunity to call it family style and really continue on some of these legacy and legacy he left in terms of, of understanding food, how to cook it, how to share it, how to share it was just important as how to cook it. And so uh, I started a YouTube channel with over close to 500 videos. Um, uh, of my food, yeah, 500 videos uh, of all my food experiences. Then I moved into Instagram with over almost close to 7,000 images of food experiences and uh, a few other um social channels that that, you're gonna be the next TikTok sensation, I think. No, nah, you know what? (laughs) You know, as long as as long as I can go there and just share, um, I was on a TV show that aired in Italy around food and uh i've met a lot of wonderful people around food i met you behind food you know we had our little big italy show that that uh it still airs as one of the the longest playing um uh repeated show in the history of this third season of little big italy and canale nova in italy because toronto of all the cities they visited gianluca i got a call just on monday that they saw us it's the most, it's the longest playing repeat show, Toronto. Because I think a lot of Italians resonate with Toronto. Yes. And they, I got, on Monday alone, I got three calls. Hey, um, my friend, to see you in Italy. I said, yeah, they are. So, <laughs> so everything's based on food and and uh, Anthony's nonna. Back to nonna. See that? Full nonna, round? Yeah. Full round. Gotta love, gotta love our elders. Gotta love our elders because there's a lot. You do. Uh, uh, a lot to learn from them. A lot to learn. And, and, you know, some things that they know, or, you know, I had a saying, it was like, uh, the things that I, I forget, you'll never know, you know? And I, I want to p- kind of pick you, your, your topic on none. There's, you know how you said there's that disconnection, you know, there's one of, you know, when people ask, you know, what's your favorite dish, what's your favorite meal? There, there's one dish that I won't be able to have until I pass on. It's because oh, my no. nonna made this dish in a particular way that I have not tasted it since when she made it last. She passed away in 2007. You oh, know, um, rest in peace, nonna, and that's for you. But I'm saying there's there's these fatina, which is what? Breaded oh, yeah. either veal or you have your chicken. Oh, and that's yeah. Bread. And the way she made the mash and the vegetable together with it, it like, you know, my mom's tried it. My aunt's tried it. You know, my Zia, my others in the family have tried that. Partic- and nobody can that and those lasagna. And there's that disconnect. Like, it's like whatever. And, and maybe the secret ingredient is love. A little sprinkle of love. Yeah. Right yeah. Sauce, 
you know, and it's like, there's the, there it is. You know, that's something that I look forward to one day. And yeah. that's a, that's a disconnect that you can build upon. But, yeah. you know, talking about your family style and what you, you, what you've built up, whether that be on the socials or on the channel, you know, what is one favorite dish that Frank absolutely loves? Like what do we, if we had a cooking channel, if the famous friends did a, a, a kind of spinoff episode, we're here cooking. What are we cooking, Frank? You know what? I'll tell you. First of all, let me just go back one second about your Nona's comment about that flavor. You know why? Because they have Amano, Amano, the hand. Um, what, what the hand? That's what Amano is. Um, the hand. And basically, you know, uh, if you if you try to replicate that, there is no there's there's no device in your cupboard of tools of knives, uh, spatulas, uh, uh, um, uh, knife fork. There's no measuring spoon that can give you the math of a nonna's mano because a it's a pinch. Yeah, a pinch is not a quarter teaspoon, and that's written down in the cookbook. But it's 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 more than a pinch. It's a pinch and a half, pinch and a quarter. So the the nonnas gave us a recipe that can't be documented. It's because it's everything is quanto basta, uh, uh, a sapore, a mano, a mano mia, na pique ka, na pique da. So there's a, <laughs> there's a very interesting, I am writing, I'm, I'm working on a book called Food My Parents Fed Me. And okay. the biggest problem I have, Gianluca, is I can't say quarter cup. I can't say half a teaspoon because they measured things with devices in the kitchen. Like, like like a certain amount of flour was yeah. this one chipped pla- glass that was we don't know if it's an eight ounce juice glass or <laughs> nine and a quarter ounce juice glass. Yeah. So 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 you know I think it's about um uh uh it's about something that we can't write down. We have to feel it. So, so the how, one how, the one yeah. food that I really love to make, ready for this, is yeah. pizza. Is pizza. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. You know, we've had this conversation at the restaurant. Your pizza is not my pizza. My pizza may not be your pizza. Are you a thick crust guy, a thin crust guy? You want to fold it? You want to rip it? You like it runny? Do you like it firm? Do you like your cheese ooey gooey? Do you want to be able to flip the pizza and nothing comes off? Or do you want to overload it? I love the dialogue of pizza because it's beyond it, it, you can continue to talk about about pizza. Um it's one of those foods it's one of those foods where right from the dough, the sauce, the cheese or without the cheese or without the sauce that makes it uniquely you. A pizza tells a lot about the person's personality. And it could be for breakfast lunch and dinner because you can have pizza's dessert as well you know if we're really gonna we're gonna open up this can i'm gonna pry it right open on you frank yep you can have pizza more ways as a dish than any other food on this planet yeah i'll argue this to the day i die Mm -hmm. as witnesses my friends we do this all the time pizza is the most interchangeable food on the planet Absolutely. Now we're also inviting other cultures to to interpret their their pizzas. I did some. I did a pizza topped with uh, a chana from Trinidad. And you think, wow, uh, is, isn't that a roti? Isn't that in a, what you put in a double? No. What's topping is it's a topping. 
it's a topic. There's a lot of um, interlace and interchangeable uh, ideas across cultures on our good old fashioned round pizza. Even that, I mean, why does that have to be round? But I think uh, I think it's really universal. Diamond. Yeah, it's yeah. universal. It really is universal. Universal, and that. and the play on that too. It's like wherever I've traveled, and whether it be backpacking with my friends, or you know, on family trips. Well, you know, the one thing that we always have to try, it's the pizza that comes from that country. You can oh, be yeah. in Greece, in Mykonos, and have a Mykonos pizza that has these delicious fetas and different cheeses and the authentic Greek olive oil that cannot re- be replicated. And then you I go to know. Portugal and you're in Lisbon and you're having this different, and maybe the pizza has a little bit of fish on it because it's fresh yeah. right from the ocean. You're like, what is going on? And it's just a wave of flavors that are almost overwhelming. And then, you know, whenever you're you're trying these different and it's it's completely you're you're right, you know, maybe it'd be the crust, maybe it'd be the cheese, maybe it'd be like the way the density, you know, maybe a yeah. little runny, maybe you know, when you get to Napolitano, you, you're in the Amalfi Coast, yep, for a knife, you or you have to yep. fold it. Because I'm a yep. folder, you know. How are you, you are a folder? I'm a wow. fold, I am a folder, yeah. Are you a folder? Um, you know, I, I like a pizza that, that stays, stays where I, where I, cre- how I created it. I know that I'd use the first, my, 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 uh, my finger to actually pinch it for a full pizza, but really a, the pizza is also the best debate food. It's oh, a debate food. We as can well. have a podcast on pizza, Frank, me and you. Oh no. And let, set it up, set it up, set it up. And we can just talk pizza all day long. We'll get Anthony on the show. He'll oh, tell me God. that I'm wrong in every single way, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, like hey, we've made good home. pizzas. We've made yeah. good pizzas with Anthony. Hey, yeah, yeah. And you know, even when uh, you go over a friend's house, maybe your house, you, like you, you might have a stone or you might have a wood yeah. oven. The luxury to yeah. have a wood oven pizza in the backyard. I do have. A, I do have a wood oven. I do have. I do have. Up. Oh, oh. Then yeah. you know that's a game changer because the wood, the wood that gets cooked right into the. Oh my gosh, we're going yeah. off on a tangent here, Frank. Look, look, we diverted. We we. That's we found okay. Okay, realign, realign, reset, reset. reset. I'm telling you, look what you've done. You've taken over. You know, it's our love of food. That's what it is. It's a passion. It, it really, you know, and, you and that's started it. together. I started. I know. I blame myself. I really do. It's yeah. my fault. Yeah. And I apologize, yeah. Frank. That's my fault. No problem. You know, back to family style. Yes. You know, what you've done and, you know, who you've met. You know, can you name one of the, if not one, but maybe a few or just one really iconic moment that you're like, wow, if I didn't start this channel, I would never would have had this experience. Uh, you know, it's really funny. This is, this is a really interesting story. It's not about a famous chef. It's not because I've met many famous chefs. Uh, um, I found myself in Seattle and I had, I, I, it was, they were a very pinnacle, a pinnacle state that, um, uh, city in the U S that really launched, uh, an, an amazing food truck, um, phenomena. They, it was the, the, the city welcome food trucks. And I remember going to Seattle and, and uh, I said, oh, you know what? I'm actually going to do a story about food trucks. And I'm going to see if I can jump on some food trucks in Seattle. So we were, um, we were in Seattle and uh, we had, we had, we scouted out some of these food trucks and all of a sudden a guy pops his head out of the food truck and said, Hey, Frank Mazuka, family style. Come on. No, out of nowhere, out of nowhere. I said, Holy smokes. So that is the power of the internet. 
That is the power of the man. Now you're saying that's a pinnacle moment? Not really. But what I what I took from that small macro moment was that we are connecting. We yes. are connecting with strangers. I have a friend, and I call him now a dear friend, that stalked my YouTube channel. Get this, Gianluca. Okay. Frank Balastri from Chicago. He stalked my YouTube channel, memorized words from my YouTube episodes. He calls me. He says, uh, Frank, Frank Mazuka. Yeah, I'm a retired police officer in Chicago. I said, well, Chicago, retired police yeah. officer. I love your YouTube channel. And I, ha- I just had to tell you that. We became friends prior to pandemic. Wow. He came over with his wife, and that we are dear, dear friends. What I'm getting at, it wasn't about that moment in Seattle. It was the power of how many people are listening to this podcast, how many people are watching your YouTube channel, how many people are browsing through your images through social media. Now, listen, you know social media has some negative um, um has some negative vibes and some positive yeah. vibes. But when I when I see the positive vibes where we've made a connection with a stranger and we've inspired them uh, on a dish you made, on a dish you photographed, on a place you visited, that's the positive. So that was, although so- sounding a very insignificant um, uh, experience, it was very moving. It was very moving. That's such a beautiful, honestly, beautiful story, Frank. Like, I've had one of those moments very similar and they're, they're non-replicated. It's like, wow, such a small, insignificant moment and no, everybody else's life. But to you, it's such a huge impact. You're like, if I didn't start this, I never would have been able, it's as small as even like just maybe helping someone think differently or maybe making a new digital friend and Hey, they never tried it this way. And all of a sudden you've, you've opened their eyes up to something that they absolutely love, you know, very cool, Frank. That's awesome. and it's, it wasn't, it just didn't happen at Seattle, in Seattle. It, it's happened to me from the Home Depots to waiting for a plane in a, in a, in a, in a plane terminal. Uh, it's hoping it, it, it's happened so, so many times after that. It was like this, wow, like unbelievable. Oh, one last story. We're in Calabria. We're in okay. Calabria. Okay. Which Frank, is in Italy, you know, for, for those of us that. Yeah. Southern Italy. I was I was born there. I was born there. So we're all of a sudden, yeah, we're all of a sudden in Calabria. I'm with my cousins. My cousins, oh, we're in the area. Let me go just make you meet my cousins. They're they're gonna love you. We'll just say hi and bye. And then we gotta go to dinner because we we were cooking there too. And all of a sudden, in the back room, this little girl goes, Mama, Papa, Frank Mazuka, family style. I said, What? I said, What? And I and that was another great experience where, well, yeah, no, we follow you all the time. And we saw that and we saw this and we saw this. They were reciting videos with 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 minute details. Uh, and I go, wow, man, wow. Hey, talk about your, your why did you name your podcast the way you named it? Famous friends? Because you know what? Me yeah. and Selena, we got down and we sat down together one day and we said, you know what? We we have a lot of friends that do some really cool stuff. And we're like, we need to put that out there. And then we need to showcase that. And we have both been in the industry. We both started at Z1035 as interns and flourished in the industry and made so many different connections. 
and we're like, you know, these people, they need a platform. We got we to let them hear. Like, we idolize them. And we think they're so cool. And, you know, here they are just walk, just like you, famous ah. friend. Like, And that's why we started the Famous Friends is because we are all working towards our passions and our goals. And individually, like, that shines bright when you do that. And you affect so many people. And that's why you become a Famous Friend. Well, I'll tell you, just those few experiences that I mentioned to you, we were a famous friend to them. Yeah, you became and- a famous family. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I think is I think the thing is that we're not talking about fame and fortune. We're just talking about um the fact that they made a connection. Yeah. Right? So love it. That's amazing, Frank. And you know what? I, I just want to say Thank you for taking the time to come on the Famous Friends podcast. Give us some really inspiring stories and life-changing moments. And to see you be able to shine right through the microphone, you know, into the ears and, and hearts of all of the listeners on the podcast. I want to ask you, where can they reach out to you? If you want to connect with Frank Mazuka, what are some of the platforms that they can reach out to you on? Oh, perfect. Uh, to see some of my creative work, it's yes. www dot mazuka dash dpi.com m-a-z-z-u-c-a small hyphen dpi.com that dpi stands for design photography and ideas if you want to reach me on my social platforms like instagram family style at family style and if you want to reach me uh on my food channel very simple google frank mazuka and put us put a put aside a couple of weeks so look <laughs> on the frank mazuka family style and enjoy some of my food experiences uh because i certainly enjoyed uh, creating them for you beautiful thank you so much for coming on to the show today frank i truly truly appreciate what you're doing and keep doing what you're doing all right promise me that thank you much thank you and and Gianluca, thank you for making me feel famous. 